Hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories. Wise tales from around the world which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello Super Great Kids and how are you doing? It's the beginning of a new year and we start with a story told by Toop. We're continuing with fairy tales from around the world. The fairy tale Toop is going to tell you today is a Hausa fairy tale from Nigeria. It's about bravado and strength and size. Can you think of any stories you know which have really big characters in them? Why don't you have a little think about it while we have a word with the grown-ups? Hello, super great kids. It's me again. So... Did you think of any stories with big characters in them? There's a few that we've told you with super great kids' stories. Yes, there's the beast who wants a feast. He was pretty big. Or there's Loki and the Wall of Asgard. That had a giant in it. And then there was Odon the giant, who stomped and galumphed on everything. And then there were the whistling giants in How the Mosquito Became. Well... Are you ready for this story? Here's Toop telling his Nigerian fairy tale, A Man Amongst Men. And as you listen, see if it reminds you of a fairy tale you might already know. Are you ready? Now, in Nigeria, to start a story, they sometimes say, Gatanang, Gatanang, Ku. Are you ready? Are you ready? And you say, Tajo Majita. Let's give it a go. Do you think we can? You're saying Tajo Majita. Ready? Gatanan, Gatanan, Ku. Tajo Majita. One, two, three. Tajo Majita. Very good. Mouth open. Story jump out. Here's Toop. So, welcome. Super Great Kids Stories. Another story. Let it come and let it go. Once upon a time, there was a man who lived in a village. In this village, he was known as the man amongst all men. He was a strong man, a broad man taller than the others, which was why he called himself man amongst all men. He boasted he was the man, man amongst all men. At home he would boast who he is and of his name, until one day his wife said to him, Husband, you boasty, boasty, boasting all the time. One day you will come short. But he said, I am the man amongst all men. One day, his wife, she tied her child to her back with her kanga cloth. There she took a bucket and went down to the well. 
When she reached the well, she threw the bucket down. Splash! She tried as she may to pull that bucket out from the well, but she could not. She tried again and again until she heard a woman approaching saying, Morning, sister. I see you struggling there. Oh, said the woman. Yes, this bucket is so heavy. I cannot pull it out of the well. Ah, said the approaching woman. Do not worry. My little child, this boy can pull your bucket out of the well. Ah, said the first woman. How is that possible? That little boy is not past the age of three. Ah, said the second woman, you will see. And so the little boy approached the well, took hold of the rope, and before you know it, flim flam flum, that bucket came out from the well, landed upon the ground with a splish and a splosh. The first woman, she opened her eyes, saying to the second woman, your son is very strong. His father must be mighty. Tell me. Who is your husband? Ah, said the second woman, my husband. He calls himself man amongst all men, and that is his son. Ah, said the first woman, it is not possible. My man, he calls himself man amongst all men as well. Hey, maybe one day. They would like to meet each other. He said the second woman, I don't think so. My husband does not like strangers. Hey, my sister, I will see you again another day. Bye-bye. And the two women, they parted and went their separate ways. When the first woman reached her village and she sat about doing what she had to do, her husband came as usual, boasting with his, I am the man amongst all men. I am the man. I'm the man amongst all men. And his wife said, Husband, do you know what happened to me today at the well? Ah, said the husband. What happened to you at the well today? Hey, said his wife. I went there to the well I threw down in my bucket, and I could not draw it out of the well. I tried, I tried, I tried, but it would not come free. There was a woman approaching with a little boy just the age of three. Hey, she said, my sister, look like you are struggling there. I told her, yeah. Hey, she said, my boy can pull your bucket out of the well. And that boy came and did that very same thing. I inquired, Hey, this little boy, how is it possible? And who is his father? Hey, she said, I'm from another village on the other side. My husband calls himself man amongst all men. Hey, said the man amongst all men. I will go with you tomorrow to the well, and you will see that I will be able to pull that bucket out from the well. That night they slept. Early in the morning they rose up, and the man amongst all men and his wife started to make their way to the well. When they reached the well, they threw the bucket down, 
and the man who calls himself man amongst all men. He tried, and he tried, this way and that way to pull the bucket out from the well, but he could not. Good morning, my sister, said the woman who was approaching with a young child. It looks like you are having problems there. Hey, said the first woman, my husband. He is trying to pull the bucket out of the well, but it's very hard for him. Hey, my sister, I told you my son, he can do it for you. The man who calls himself man amongst all men stepped aside and saw with surprise as the young child took hold of the rope and flim-flam flew before you know it that Bucket was out from the well and there on the ground. Huh? Who is the father to this child? Ah, said the woman, my husband. He is called man amongst all men. He's a giant of a man, and that is his son. Ah, said the first man who calls himself man amongst all men. I need to see your husband. Hey! He hugged his wife and started to follow the woman and her child. They journeyed far until they came to a village. In this village, there, was a huge homestead, and in that building lived the man amongst all men. The woman said to the first man who calls himself man amongst all men, my husband does not like strangers. I will have to hide you. Come inside. She put the man in a cupboard. She closed the cupboard doors. And then there was a sound of wind coming. Whoosh! Whoosh! There was trees being felled. Whoosh! Whoosh! There was the ground which trembled. Whoosh! And the door was flung open, and there stood a giant of a man who roared, I am man amongst all men. The first man who calls himself man amongst all men hid inside the cupboard, was shivering, shaking, shaking and shivering. Ah, said the second man who calls himself man amongst all men. I smell something. I smell something. Ah, oh, said his wife. It's just your stew. It's on the fire. Sit down and have something to eat. And the second man who calls himself man amongst all men picked up a huge ladle spoon and started to slurp his soup. <laughs> I smell something. Ah, said his wife. It's time for you to rest. The second man who calls himself man amongst all men stretched himself out upon his chair and went 
fast asleep. In the cupboard, shivered, shivered the first man who calls himself man amongst all men. He said, I must get away. I must get out of here. The cupboard door opened and he stepped out. And as he stepped out and started to make his way across the homestead floor, he almost tripped and fell. The second man who calls himself man amongst all men, he stirred. <laughs> I smell a man. The first man who calls himself man amongst all men started to run. He ran and he ran and he ran as fast as his legs would take him. He ran as fast as he could. As he was running, he came into a field. In the field there was men. Men they were cutting. Cutting sugarcane. They were cutting. They asked, Hey, man amongst all men, why are you running? And the man, the first man, who calls himself man amongst all men, said, I am running. I am running from one who calls himself man amongst all men, and he truly is a man amongst all men. And those who were cutting sugarcane, they said, but we are four, and with you we will make ten, for you are a man amongst all men. We will stand and fight with you. But then there was the sound of the the wind and the felling of trees. And there was a rumbling of the ground like an earthquake. And the first man who calls himself man amongst all men said, He's coming, he's coming. And the rest of the men, they said, We will not stay. And they all started to run. And the first man who calls himself man amongst all men, he ran and he ran as fast as his legs would take him until he came into a clearing. At the other end of this clearing, there was a giant, a giant of a man who rested his back against a baobab tree. There his cattle were, elephants. The first man, who calls himself man amongst all men, stopped. And when he saw this giant, the giant looked at the first man, who calls himself man amongst all men, and said, Baba, Baba, where are you going? And why do you run? The first man, who calls himself man amongst all men, said, Ah, I am running. I am running from a giant who calls himself man amongst all men. I used to call myself a man amongst all men, but the one behind me who is coming is much mightier than I. And the one who sat in front of him with his cattle, which were elephants, said, Baba, I am called man amongst all men. Baba, come. Next to me here, I will protect you. And the first man, who calls himself man amongst all men, sheepishly started to shiver and started to walk towards the giant of a man with his back against the baobab tree. He walked towards him and there he stood. Before you know it, there was the wind. Whoosh, 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 whoosh
and the felling of trees. Rapow, rapow, and the trembling of the earthquake of the ground, and it rumbled until coming through the clearing there was the giant, the second one who calls himself man amongst all men. And there, on the opposite side of the clearing, there was the giant with his back against the baobab tree. And the second man said, Baba, give me that little man you have there. He has offended me. He calls himself man amongst all men. But I am man amongst all men. Give him to me for my dinner. And the third man, he said, I, I am called man amongst all men. Baba, if you want him, come and take him. Hey, said the second one, I am called man amongst all men, and you challenge me. Give me this little man so I may eat him. And the third man, who calls himself man amongst all men, said, Baba, if you want him, come and take him. Then the two giants, they ran at each other, locking arms like a deer with antlers. They rolled around and around and around, kicking up the earth beneath them until they went deeper and deeper into the ground. The earth flew around them and they went deeper and deeper into the ground. And the earth fell down around them and burying them underground until there they were. The first man who calls himself man amongst all men started to make his way back to his village. When he reached his village, his wife said, Husband, hey, you have returned. Hey. I hope you will no longer boast and push your chest out to say that you are a man amongst all men, for you have met your match. And from that day to this day, the people, they sometimes say, that when the ground beneath their feet begins to rumble, and when the earth begins to move, they say there are two giants fighting to decide which one is a man amongst all men. Snip, snap, snout. My story is out. Ooh, thank you, Toop, for that. Now, which European fairy tale did it make you think of? Here's a clue. 
It has a giant in it who wanted to eat a child, and one of those giants had a wife who wanted to help the child by hiding him. Yes, of course, it's a bit like Jack and the Beanstalk. Only there's no beanstalk. Oh, and there's no Jack, but it is a bit like it because it's got giants in it. That's what's so cool about these kinds of stories. You can find different versions of them in lots of different countries. Thanks to Toop for that, and thanks for listening. A big hello to all our listeners in Nigeria. Now, it's time to dig into my bag of happies and thank you for all of the beautiful pictures which you've been so kindly sending us. Thanks to Chelsea and her children, CJ, who is seven, and Dolores, who is five, for sending us some great pictures. They've only just found super great kids' stories and already they're drawing up a storm. Thanks to CJ, who's seven, and Dolores, who's five. CJ drew a magnificently scary beast with a feast with long arms and lots of rainforest animals. And Dolores drew a wonderful stick woman with lots of hair and, of course, you guessed it, a walking stick. And Ozzy, who is six from San Francisco, drew a super great picture of grumpy Nora and the ackee fruit. Nora is standing up to her thighs in the river and she's saying, I'm not giving the river one of my ackees. Huh. Very good writing too, Ozzy. Thank you. And Alba drew a great picture of Stick Woman. She put the Stick Woman inside an orange pumpkin and drew a beautiful sunflower next to her. Great work, Alba. Well done. And thanks to Georgina, who is six, who sent a super great picture of the three dolls. I really love your dolls, Georgina. They look all soft and cuddly. I like the colours you've used and I particularly like their pink hair. I wonder which doll is the storyteller. Alvia, who is seven, drew a lovely picture of Molly and the leprechaun. Both Molly and the leprechaun have very blue eyes. I love that story too, Alvia. I wonder what you'd do if you found a pot of gold in the ground. Thanks for sharing it. And hello to Max, who is three, from Connecticut in the US. Max has drawn a super great picture of how the whale got his sad song. Love the picture, Max. I like the whale with his big sad eye and the crow with his sharp beak. Well done for writing your name too. And hello to four-year-old Kai from Canada, whose mum is from Ireland, and they listen together to our stories at bedtime with the lights turned low. Kai particularly likes Rooster Finds Gold. Yeah, that is a fun story, isn't it, Kai? And hello to Kind, who is eight, who wanted us to know that he and his mum really like the podcast too. Hurrah. Thank you and thank you all. More next week. If you want to see any of these lovely pictures mentioned today, you can see them on our Facebook page. That's www.facebook.com forward slash stories. And a very big thank you, as always, to all our sponsors and subscribers. We just couldn't make this without your support. If you'd like to give a one-off donation on Ko-fi or subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and get bonus stories and early access. Or you could subscribe on Patreon and get all of that plus a Zoom session with a story with me and a chance to ask questions. Then go to our website on supergreatkidsstories.com. We'd love to meet some of you on Zoom and see more of you join our club. 
And thank you to all of you for your lovely reviews on Apple Podcasts. And anyone who'd like a Super Great Kids Stories t-shirt or a colouring book, then go to our website, supergreatkidsstories.com. That's it for this week. Please keep telling those stories to anyone who will listen. They're good for you. And I'll see you next week. This podcast was produced at Wardour Studios in London.